This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. And we are back for another edition of the Rick and Johnny podcast here on Most Valuable Podcast. If you're on YouTube, hello. It is great to see your faces yet again if you're on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, or Stitcher. Thank you guys for giving us the listen today. And a little bit of house clean- housekeeping. Keeping. Keep wanting to say cleaning. Housekeeping. Before we start the podcast, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast just a way for you to help support the channel more so than watching liking and subscribing to our videos that link is down below in the description then also go on itunes give us that hot five star rating give us it give the onside kick the fast break the primetime podcast rate our podcast on itunes and give us that five star rating but johnny Got a jam-packed show today. Yes. We knew that BlizzCon was going on this weekend, so we knew we were going to have either Overwatch news, World of Warcraft news, um, StarCraft. We knew we were going to have something from Blizzard yeah. to talk about today. Thank God we got Hero 26. I did yes. not want to have the conversation of when are we getting Hero 26 and who will it be. I'm glad that we got more. We're going to give our first impressions from the footage that we've seen from BlizzCon then we're going to dive into a little DC, a little bit of Shazam news. Is Shazam! Yes, yes, Mark Strong is going to play the villain. We'll touch that. But more importantly, we're going to look at Zachary Levine, if he's going to be a good pick for the role of Shazam in the Shazam movie. Then we're going to round things out looking at the Lion King cast and looking at how good that movie could end up being for Disney, another live-action movie that they are remaking from my childhood. But, Johnny... Let's start with the big Overwatch news. Our new hero is Moira. Yeah, She's a support hero on PlayOverwatch.com. They have her as a two-star difficulty out of three, and she brings a lot of interesting things to oh, the she table. Does. She's going to have two abil- or three abilities. One's going to be Bionic Grass, which is going to use her left hand, and that's going to be the one to she's going to be able to heal enemies or heal teammates. Yeah, I hope you wouldn't be then healing the enemies. With the other hand, she's going to be able to damage enemies. And the thing that's interesting is when you damage en- enemies, it's kind of like a lifesteal thing. Yeah. So it's like I steal your health, but then that charges up my other one so that I can heal my, my allies more. Then she has the bionic orb, which launches a rebounding bionic spear. She can choose between the regeneration effect that heals allies or the decay effect that deals damage to energy that are enemies. They can just that thing just bounces around in a room and does whatever you want it to. Yeah. She also has a fade, which is kind of like a I see it as like a short distance reaper yeah. kind of a move. And then her ultimate, which is Colcendence, which basically, like you've described it, it's a Kamehameha beam that basically if you're an ally in that beam, you it's gonna healed. heal you. But if you're an enemy, shield or not, it's going to deal damage to you. Yeah, and that's the key word right there, shield or yeah. not. Well, and it says, because it says bypasses barriers to damage her enemy. So even if, like, Reinhardt's there, yeah. even if Orissa's sitting there behind her barrier, this thing is going to go straight through. The big question yeah. is, how much damage is it going to do? Like, that's the question. And, and that's the thing. For us, since we weren't at BlizzCon, we haven't gotten the chance to play this hero no. yet the big thing that i ask myself about moira is how much damage is she going 
to do. Like when you, because watching and playing are two different things. When you're playing, is it going to feel like, wow, this character could be a lot better because her damage isn't enough? Or will it be a perfect match? I'm going to lean more towards the first one rather than the second one. Yeah. Because they never get a hero perfect no. right from release. Honestly, um, with the I'm th- I, I honestly think there might be a few buffs, but for the mm-hmm. most part, I think there might be some nerfs going on with this one. Yes. Just for the fact that fact that you got all this stuff that she can do, plus she can bypass barriers. Uh-huh. Something's gonna get nerfed in there. I love the concept though of this new one. I'm playing her as soon as she comes well, out. And the big thing that I thought of is does it like the first thing I thought of was how much does this hurt Zenyatta? Yeah. Because if you're playing Zenyatta Really, Moira is almost like the same thing, except I would say a little better. She is. Because, like, with her beam and with her ultimate, yeah, Transcendence heals everyone in the area. But I would say with her Bionic Orb and then her Bionic Grasp, I would take that over a Zenyatta that, hey, I threw a ball on you, but I can only heal that one person. Yeah, really. I have to throw a ball on another person. Whereas the other one, like, I can either throw this orb that bounces around and Mm -hmm. heals everyone. Or I can just, boom. Be right here and heal you. I can be right here and do this one. Um, And then the final one where you can heal and hurt as opposed to Mm -hmm. heal, just heal everyone. Because I've never really noticed, does Zenyatta's hurt anyone? Because it didn't seem like it. No, Transcendence doesn't hurt. It heals everyone and basically everyone right around him. Yeah is invincible like you can't kill them because the healing is just so much better but the thing with the the, also the thing with that is i kind of like in in theory right now yeah i like the concept of moira's damage over a zenyatta and i know what zenyatta players are going to say they're going to say yeah but if you have a pharaoh in the air and we don't have a soldier my tink 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 is going to be able to take down that's true pharaoh a lot easier however I look at Moira and I go, okay, yeah, but her damaging steals life, gives it to her, and then that feeds into the other ability. And the thing is, is this going to be a lot of comboing where you're basically taking two sides of the coin, the plus minus, like it is on the Bionic Orb logo. You're kind of balancing the two. Okay, do a little damage here, heal here. Do a little damage here, heal here. Yeah. And how she's going to fit in. To a support role, because me and you were talking, and the first thing you said, well, second thing you said after we talked about Zenyatta, was you're like, well, how is this going to affect Mercy? I don't think this affects Mercy to where she's unplayable. Oh, I didn't say that. But is this going to be Moira, is Moira going to be the top second pick when it's like, shit, we need a second healer besides Mercy? Yeah, well, the only reason that she doesn't take Mercy out, and this is... Because of her new, um, mm-hmm. her the buff, res, the res. That's the only reason, really. Mm-hmm. Because if she didn't really have the res, what you well, have the res, to... the res and Valkyrie, Valkyrie, because Valkyrie adds a you get two reses instead of the one. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's if it wasn't for Val, because her, you, her let's just go with old Mercy. Mm-hmm. You can only res when you had your alt. Yeah, but the thing about that, and this is the flip side to that Mercy conversation. Yeah, is yeah, you only get that res once, but that res. Reses everyone in the area, not just one target. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. just saying, though. I mean, when it comes to this Moira, if, mm-hmm. if you had to choose between being able to damage and heal your team constantly mm-hmm. or in the same exact fashion mm-hmm. or being able to just res someone every, like, who knows how long it's going to take you to get that 
load it up. You're saying old mercy, old mercy, not, not new, new mercy. mercy. No, I I still would go with new mercy now because mm-hmm. um she can res and she can res every thirty seconds. Yeah, and she has the Valkyrie ability. Yeah, which that basically she can fly all over. It buffs her healing. She gets an extra res, so she can res two people. Then I think that Mora becomes. Honestly, I think the losers with Mora, and this could all change once she hits the live servers. Because yeah. once a new character hits the live servers, it's a different story. There were because you think about it this way of Orisa. I remember when she was first released. Yes, it was like holy shit, she's unstoppable. Yeah, she was. You OP. put that shield down. The gun was basically like a Gatling gun. It was just mowing yeah, through people. Yeah, I think it had, when it, she first came out, it had 200, mm-hmm. and they did uh, nerf it down to 150. Yeah. So he's, she's half of Bastion's now. And then we also had the, um, I remember with Sombra, it was, people went to use her, but it's like, okay, you know, she's not that good of a hero, and then they had to buff her quite a bit yeah. and kind of move around some things just to make her... I would say playable in the competitive side of things. Of yeah. course, quick play. You're like, screw it. I'm gonna fuck around. I'm gonna play exactly. as. Um, I'm gonna play as Sombra. But the one thing I wanted to bring up because you mentioned this before we um, started recording was you were like, I wonder what the backstory is. A little bit of her. I'm not gonna read all of it. I'll leave the play Overwatch link down below in the description uh-huh. so you can get the full story for everyone. But when it says affiliation, it says Talon and then formerly Blackwatch. Oh wow. So she was a part so she is a part of Talon. So it's the whole Reaper, Widowmaker side of things. Doomfist. Yeah, that's her affiliation that's what when I it thought. comes to everything. That's the vibe she gives off mm-hmm. and that's how she acts, especially with the long black nails, the mm-hmm. dark makeup, the dark suit. Okay, I get I can see it being talent then. I mean that could ex- that could explain a little bit of why she kind of has that similar ability to Reaper. Because that's gonna be yeah. an interesting thing too of I'm not quite sure if you can like look up and do it from, like, low ground to high ground. But it kind of reminds me her little, like, fade is like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take Sombra's invisibility thing and mix it with Reaper. Yeah, that's what to it where it's like. Reapers, it looks like Reapers, but it's quick like Sombra's, where it's just, and then she's behind you. Yeah. Well, as you see in the one video that they have online, the... The, yeah. Basically, the first one you type in new hero Overwatch mm-hmm. Moira on YouTube. Yeah. She, like, there's a Reinhardt, Reinhardt shield uh-huh. up. She just goes, vroom, vroom, and, and she's, she's behind, behind him. him. And I mean, that it was, um, so it's got a pretty cool tactic, too, because now you can actually, mm-hmm. like, like the, the shield's up, poof, behind him, yeah. get him that way. And I wonder, too, if it's going to be, um, you look at it and you go, hey, you know what? I'm going to run into this room, I'm going to throw my orb. To damage them because it'll bounce around for a little bit. Yeah. But there's a door on the other side. So I'm going to come in, throw my orb before they notice me. By the time they turn around, boom, I shed. I'm going to call it shadow step. Shadow step behind them and I can run away. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to be because that's another thing. Even though she's support, is she going to be because of her damage capabilities and because of this fade ability, could she be a support character that you can use in flanking situations. No, I... Where it's like, we want you to go ahead and flank and pull their attention away from a choke point or away from the 
the control point that we're trying to take. Yeah, no, that would be she's that would be a good tactic. It all it all comes down to though how much damage does this stuff do? Yeah. That's what we'll have to mm-hmm. wait and see. When if it it's comes like just to, a poke in the arm, then it might not be yeah. If it's like anything uh, useful, if it's like Anna right now, she's mm-hmm. kind of well. Her Anna, stuff got nerfed a little. Anna's bit. been, I mean, really, they've gone and made her more so on the healing side of things. They yeah. they don't want her being a just damage heavy hero. They want her to be primarily healing, but could also damage. Well, people. I'm saying though, even using her, I've used her for a lot of the Junkenstein's mm-hmm. revenge. Junkenstein's yeah. revenge. Um, Junkenstein, Junkenstein. It's Junkenstein, Junkenstein. Anyways, um, mm-hmm. I used her for that, and I was super surprised when I won because of how little damage she would do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why I would like after le- for playing her the first time, I learned okay, I'm not here to sh- keep shooting the same thing. Yeah, I'm gonna keep shooting everything, and then I'm gonna be shooting my teammates. Uh huh. Damage those things a little bit, let them finish it off. Then I shoot my teammates, make mm-hmm. sure they're staying healed. So I'm going to ask you this, and this will kind of be our thing to wrap it up. Yes. Of course, when she first gets released on the live servers, everyone and their grandmother is going to want to play Moira. Yes. However, I'm going to, you're going to look into your crystal ball, Johnny. Let me know where do you see her in her, I don't want to say final state, but in her cemented state after it's like the kind of. I don't want to say mirage, but the kind of illusion of, ooh, it's a new hero. Yeah. Once that fades and everyone kind of fits in, kind of where like Doomfist is right now, or yeah. like Orisa or the other new heroes that we've had released, what do you think her role is going to be and how will that affect the other support characters? Um, You're probably going to get more of this than a lot of the Anas that you see one, you don't really see a lot of Anas. You're gonna mm. get, I feel like you're going to get her more than Anna. Depends on the level. The higher you I go know. in competitive, I, you'll see a little bit more Anna. I do more quick play right yeah. now because it's just my team, the te- mm-hmm. people I have on my team are just... Not really competitive guys. I'm not competitive either, yeah. so we just like see, to do I'm quick, on the side of very competitive. Yes, we like to do quick plays uh-huh. and just keep going with that. Um, but we're going to have, like, me, one of our guys is... Primarily healer. He mm-hmm. his he is main. He actually mains his mercy. Okay. So he may actually start trying this out a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're not going to replace that completely because we want the res. Yeah. But you're going to get this one as either if you think you have a team that maybe don't doesn't need the res that often, mm-hmm. or this one's going to be kind of a half support, half able to flank type thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, one of the choke points you need to get in, you can kind of have, like, a... Ron, let's just put this this as, as an example. A Reinhardt as a Risa at the front lines, mm-hmm. ready to, like, take the brunt, just, like, there. She comes around the side and starts da- doing little damage to people. Mm-hmm. Then, like, just staying on the team, like, coming, like doing that and then coming back, staying on the team mm-hmm. and he- starting to heal them back up. One map I could, and this is just in my head, so bear with me. Yeah, I'm listening. One map I could see her really doing some damage on mm-hmm. is especially New New Bonnie on that first point. Because you have the, that's the one with the um, museum, and originally you were taking Doomfist's fist all the way. Oh, to, yeah. It's yeah. Lu- the city that um, Orisa yeah, yeah. was created, um, and the Lucio posters used to be before, now they're Effie. But because you have that main kind of street and you have that side thing i could see her getting lost with that shadow step Mm -hmm. coming either right behind or above from that um that that uh 
ledge yeah. that looks down at the point. Usually a Torbjorn or a Hanzo are usually there, and they're trying to snipe or Widowmaker. have their turret set up. Widowmaker as well. I could see her coming behind. Okay, set my orb up. Or if she's got her ultimate, okay, come behind you. Boom, there's my ultimate. And just start plow, trying to plow the rest of the team yeah. and have them turn around so then they take their fire off of your teammates coming at the point. Yeah, and then your team just comes up and just finishes. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this is all speculation because yeah. we could see it on paper, but once you get her in your hands and you actually see her in live scenarios, that's when we're really going to know what she's capable of doing. One side note I want to throw out there. Yes. Did you get a chance to see the new skins that they released for Heroes? I did. I love them. What's your favorite one? Tell me your um, favorite one. Damn, I'm trying to think. Because we got the... I'll, I'll put this one the first. The Torbjorn one. You have the Widowmaker, Zarya, one. Zarya. Widow, The Widowmaker. See, here's the thing. That that's one in, threw me off. It's interesting, and I like it because she looks like a normal person. She's blonde. Yes. That's, Did not expect that. Like, that is what, like, I watched that, and I was like, wow, I kind of like that skin. Not my favorite, but I like that skin. My favorite, hands down, Reinhardt. Same. The Crusader. Like... Especially after seeing the short, like, short with him. Yeah, the new short. But, like, the Barbarian, um, Zarya is awesome. The Butcher Roadhog, that one looks cool. The thing I like about the Orisa one, and maybe this is just a little bit of me, reminds me of the Protoss from Star Hmm. Trek. Or not Star Trek, from StarCraft. Um, Reminds me very much of those Protoss characters. And then Doomfist, just like... The Doomfist skin, I, for a second, was like, oh, they could have released that in the Halloween event. Yeah, they could have. They could have totally released that in the Halloween event as kind of like a zombie Doomfist or demon Doomfist, I guess what he is. Yeah. And then you get the Echo Point from the, um, from the Echo Point short, is that what I'm looking for? The short for May. Yeah, May. Or May. See, Dave's got me saying my now. No, it's not my. It's, it's May. May. It's May. I, I hate myself whenever <laughs> I say it. But what if you Be were ashamed. to pick? If you have to pick one, what's your favorite? Reinhardt. Kind of just end it. Reinhardt. Yeah, I love the Crusader one also. But I want to throw it down to you guys. Let us know what you guys think down below. What are your first? If you've got to, just watch some of the clips with a Moira that's around on the internet. Whether you actually were at BlizzCon and got the player, what did you guys think or what do you think of Moira down below? Also, let us know about those skins and if you've seen Blizzard World. I didn't ask Johnny about it because he still hasn't seen anything about Blizzard World, nope. the new map coming to Overwatch in the future. Let us know what you guys think about all those things down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, let's move on into our next topic, and we're going into the world of DC. Yes, we are. I apologize. We are not going into the world of Marvel this podcast. Not However, this podcast, I think with a Thor review, I think you'll get your dose of your weekly dose of Marvel, Johnny, yes. and you won't cry too much this week. But in our DC news, this was news I think that happened last week, but we pushed it over to this week. Zachary Levi, who... I know you have not seen Johnny. I'm not going to hold it against you for for now. For now, we're going to have to change that. But who I love from Chuck and who was Chuck in Chuck. And Zachary Levi is going to be playing Shazam. Shazam. The older Shazam. So Billy Baston after 
he gets transformed into Shazam. I want to ask you this, Johnny. Is he a good pick? Because you have, and mainly on this sense, do they need to go with an actor that really, in the Thor movies, he was, I'm going to say a backup role. Yeah. Because he was part of the, what is it, the Heroes 3? Yeah. Is that what they're called? The Warriors 3? Warriors 3. In Chuck, he was a main character, but that was a TV comedy. Yeah. And then he was in Tangled. Yes. Those were the big three things on his IMDb resume. Is this a good pick for the Shazam role? Just based on that alone, based on him being, yes, he's got a fan base out there, but not being as big as a slam as like a Ben Affleck as Batman, a Momoa as Aquaman, a Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam. Should they have gone with one of those, or is Levi a good pick in that sense? I think as long as Levi can do the acting for it, mm-hmm. he can pull it off. Um, I'm not as familiar with like Shazam as you are. I know some yeah. stuff about him. I know mm-hmm. he's more, even more of a Boy Scout than uh, than Superman. Superman. So yes. I mean, as long as he can kind of pull that off and still like mm-hmm. the jo- little jokingly, but the very clean humor because he's a boy on the uh, still a child on the yeah. inside. As long as you can pull that off, it's fine. Because um, look at Hemsworth, for example. Mm-hmm. And it's even gone, Hemsworth, and even we pointed out before, uh, uh, Chris Evans, mm-hmm. we were talking about before the podcast. Yeah. Both of them were not as buff as they are now. No, they weren't, especially Hemsworth. If you see, like, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. If you see younger Hemsworth, it's, he's like a scrawny, scrawny white kid. Yeah, he is. And then it's like, you see him now, and it's like, ripped arms and ooh I've got Chiseled. so much muscle. Well, I mean even look from Thor 1 to now. Yeah. He's even ripped more mm-hmm. ripped than he was then. Yeah. And I think that that like that part will come in time. The yeah. the look because my whole thing when it comes to actors like this is what you said. If he can take on the role, that's the more important part. And yeah. with Shazam, the interesting thing about it is from an actor standpoint it's exactly what you said. You have to have those boyish qualities because you are a, like, Shazam is a boy at heart. Yes. A Shazam is a boy who, with a lightning bolt, gets turned into an adult, a superhero, an adult. But it's still the mindset and I kind of want to say maturity of a boy. Yes. He still has that mindset of where Superman's like a man and he'll talk to you like such. Billy Baston or Shazam have that kind of kid-like quality to them. Yeah. And that's why with Zachary Levi and why I pitched you the question I did on that side of it, which small actor, well, smaller actor compared to A-list Hollywood star, when it comes to could Zachary Levi, could he fit the role of Billy Baston? I think he can. Okay. And the reason why is, and Johnny, I'm telling you, you got to watch Chuck. Yeah. You got to watch yeah. Chuck. Great Great series. I loved it. I only watched it because my old boss at the college I worked at told me you had to watch it. You have to watch it. Watched it. Completely changed my life, Johnny. Yeah. Completely Completely changed changed my life. I believe it's still on Netflix, too. Is it? Yeah. I think it might still be on Netflix. Otherwise, I can find you copies so that you can watch them. I will find you copies because that old boss that I still am in contact with has hard copy DVDs. Okay. So I can find you copies. However, that character of Chuck kind of had the same thing where the Chuck character, in case you're unfamiliar, like Johnny is, to where he is a character where it's like, I'm a tech nerd. 
I work at a Best Buy in the Geek Squad. I don't get the hot girl. I live with my sister and her boyfriend. You know, ever since mom and dad died, it was like, you know what? Are you going to move on with your life? I believe he was left at the altar or something like that by his old girlfriend. That was like at the beginning of the series. That's what they kind of set you up with at the beginning or left by his girlfriend. But because of that character, I'm just like, you know what? Take that character, shave off a few years. That could be Billy Baston. That's how it could be. And it's kind of the same thing where... Yeah, you're kind of like, well, Ricky, that's more of like a nerd type character, but I feel like it's the same kind of qualities because he still had that like throughout the series, like him and his best friend Morgan would like quote Star Wars and would relate things to different things that kids would be into to where it's like he was basically a man child with his friend Morgan. They were both man children who were single and... It was like living at home with your parents, but it was the boyfriend and his sister. And that's why I think well, the, his sister and then her boyfriend, not his boyfriend and the sister, said that in the reverse order. However, yeah. I think Zachary Levi, I think this is a good pick. I think it's one where the acting is there. And then just like Hemsworth or Hems, Hem, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. There's I no L. There's I no said L. it right. You Hemsworth. just said it right this time. Um, just like Hemsworth. You can hit the gym, and apparently on Instagram, either, I think it was him or his personal trainer, have been posting about them doing four-hour workout sessions already. I mean, yeah, I mean, just to to add to it, I mean, Mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman wasn't as jacked when he started. Yeah. Evans... Hemsworth, mm-hmm. it, it's just something you can acquire. You can yeah. you can go to the gym and work out. Well, and you can do put a, in the work. Exactly. Um, well, I want to bring up to you, because you know more about the DC side okay. than I do. Another actor we have casted mm-hmm. for this is Mark Strong for Dr. Thaddeus Savannah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Now, well, with, it's just rumored. I just real, saw that. Now, with Savannah, I will say, yeah. not really up to snuff with the Savannah part of it, but... What I will say is I loved him in Kingsman. Yeah. I loved his acting in Kingsman. I think this is just a home run also for the Shazam movie. The most important thing is after we get to know these characters a little more, because let's be honest, there are a ton of people out there that'll still be in the same kind of mindset of, huh, who is this person? And because it's in the movie they're going to see, yeah. they're going to do a little research. Like yeah. Justice League. Not everyone. Like if you're a Justice, uh, if you're a DC Justice League fan, you're going to know who Stephen Wolf is. That's true. But if not, if you're like Johnny, you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go see this movie. Let me do a little bit of research I'm on Stephen Wolf. I'm a Marvel guy. Wolf. So, wow, who, my voice cracked. Who um, is Stephen Wolf? Why should I be excited for him? If you're wondering that question, we did talk about that last week on the podcast. But... Stuff like that. People are going to check out who the villain is. But from an actor standpoint, loved him in Kingsman. Can't wait to see what he can do in the Shazam movie. DC needs movies to become a lot better than BVS. Yes. They need to build off of Wonder Woman. They have Wonder Woman. wonder if Wonder Woman was the exception. Yeah, let's hope that it's not. Right? What, do you, what do you think, though, with Martin, with uh, Mark Strong... Just in the movie, period, being casted for well, a DC Well, I mean, movie. you have a strong, um, a guy that has at least a strong role when it comes to, um, well, I just forgot the movie that you just said. Kingsman, Kingsman yes. Um, Merlin. Yeah, he's Merlin in Kingsman. Mm-hmm. He's in Sherlock Holmes. 
Um, so, I mean, I think you have a strong actor right there. So, I mean, you kind of make up for it with not having like a more of, I don't want to call him a B-rate actor. He's more of mm-hmm. the, he's been more of the side slash only TV stuff. Yeah. So, now you got these two that should make up for having like an A-list actor. Like, you're one that, oh, you say the name and everyone knows who it is right yeah. off the bat. Like, for, um, I'm trying to think for, like, Batman, it's the Joker. For Superman, you have, it would probably be, like, Brainiac a lot, but Lex Luthor yeah. would be the one where it's like, oh, I'm shit. I'm more so saying actors, though. Like, oh, okay. you say The Rock, every, almost True. everyone and their mother knows who that is. Or Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Um, Hemsworth at this point. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, you say those names. Samuel L. Jackson. People know who they are like, as soon as Scarlett you say Johansson. them. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. So people know who they And this should make up for, like, the people that go, oh, mm-hmm. like, having both of them should make up for, like, oh, okay. Well, it's like, look at everyone that we've had to play Batman. Yeah, exactly. George Clooney, Christian Bale, Val Kilmer, Ben Affleck. All names that if you said it to someone on the street, they would know who you're talking about. Exactly. They would know who you're talking about. Whereas if you looked at Aquaman right now and went up to someone on the street and said, oh, Jason Momoa, at this point, they might know. Yeah. But when he was just casted... Unless you watched Game of Thrones. You didn't know who he was. You were like, you, you could have had that person that's like, Jason who? What? Mamou? 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 Who is this? Yeah. Or like Gal Gadot. Gadot. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Gal Gadot, where you would have said her name when she got cast and people would be like, who? Yeah, who exactly. Unless you saw like Fast and the Furious. Exactly. And I saw Fast and the Furious and forgot she was even in it. So, I mean, there's that. She was in that scene where... Um, oh, what was it? It was Tyrese and um, one of the other characters, the male characters, were like, yeah, we'll go down and show you. And the two girls were like, no, we got this. And they interrogate the guy and basically like strong arm him, put the arm around his back and make him cry like a little bitch. <laughs> that, that was Gal Gadot. Gal okay. Gadot was in that scene. It was one of those women. So now seeing her as Wonder Woman, it's like, yeah, you know what? I, I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see that a little bit. These were the roots. These were the roots yep. to what became Wonder Woman. But I pulled up really quickly just the um, DC wiki on Sylvana. And basically from what they're saying, because like I said, this is a guy I'm going to have to do my due diligence on because I'll be completely honest. With the DC, it comes to Batman, Superman, Justice League. And then it's like Shazam was always there, but it wasn't like, a, oh, my God, I got to read a Shazam comic. True. Read a couple, didn't get into Shazam like I did Batman, obviously. But based on what we've seen from Mark Strong, I want you to answer if he can play the character that I'm about to read to you. Some bullet points. Okay. So it says Captain Marvel's arch nemesis here, but we know that Shazam yeah. used to be Captain Marvel. So is Shazam's arch nemesis, a brilliant evil mastermind, arguably the archetype of the mad scientist. Silvana was the first to figure out Shazam's identity and has been a constant pest to the big red cheese, He what he prefers to call Shazam. Yeah. He also has been associated with the monster society of evil, and the secret society. He also has a son and a daughter. So just based on the arch nemesis, evil mastermind, mad scientist, do you see Mark Strong being that kind of a I character? think he could pull it off. It's basically Merlin evil. Yeah, with Merlin, a little bit extra Merlin science. with a twisted sense. Yeah. 
It's kind of like in for King Kingsman. If you haven't seen the second one, it's like Merlin mixed with the antagonist from Kingsman. Yes, it's like those two, her and Merlin, kind of coming together and being one. I could see him playing it. Plus, I can too. Maybe it's the bald head. I could see him having the look of Sylvana also. Well, just give him. I'm pretty sure. I think I saw a picture of Savannah, and like, mm-hmm. there's what gla- like the stereotypical scientific glasses and blue, lab coat, blue circles. Um, like they're the glasses that are like perfect circles. Yeah, blue lenses. Um, and then kind of the ear looks like it's maybe it's just a fatter ear, but I'm looking at a picture right now, and he's just got a fatter ear. And he's basically like an old, looks like an old mad scientist. And really, I could see Mark Strong being that person. And it's going to be interesting to see him and Zachary Levi coexist together and be on the screen together because you know they're going to be the, the two that do it. Because Mark Strong's character, Savannah, I'm assuming in the movie, is going to find out Shazam is Billy Baston. Yeah. I would think, like, at least you got to show some of that mm-hmm. in there. And, yeah, just looking at his picture, I think he could pull it off. I want to ask you this, though. <clears throat> yes. Black Adam, not going to be in this movie. The thing that they're saying uh-huh. is that we will get a Black Adam film with The Rock. However, people are sitting there going, I don't know how it's going to happen because of how busy The Rock is. Okay. I know they haven't even started filming this movie yet. But if you are DC, do you try to get The Rock to do an after credit scene to put to take Shazam and tie it into that Black Adam movie you want to do? I would try to. I mean, if Rock, The Rock wants to be Black Adam, he's going to have to make the time mm-hmm. to do it. So, I mean, that comes with wanting to make the after credit scenes. I understand yeah. he's busy. Um, as he's just most, doing Jumanji and he's doing yeah. Rampage. I mean, as most actors and actresses are, they mm-hmm. make the time to do the other Especially things. Especially when you're an A-list actor. Exactly. You make the time. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they, I hope they do make an after credit scene with mm-hmm. tying him in with the Shazam. Because I'm assuming, like, you got to assume that Shazam is going to be linked into the Black Adam film in some way. Yeah. Like, of course, it'll probably be most of the Black Adam film would be how Black Adam got his powers, and really the two sides of it are Shazam and Black Adam are supposed to be yin and yang. Yeah. Where it's like Shazam is on the side of good, uses his powers for good. It's Black Adam who is like, I have the same powers as you, but he got twisted into, I'm going to Star Wars it here, the dark side. Yeah. He got twisted into the dark side to where it's like, you know what? I'm not fighting for good. There are terrible things in this world which are not right. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. I'm going to do this, whether that be on the bad side, as people say. Yeah. So kind of like that taking morality out of the question is how I always saw Black Adam. But any final thoughts that you have either on Levi, Strong, the Shazam movie in general? No, I think it should work well with having those two there. Mm-hmm. That way it kind of makes up for, again, like I said, it makes up for kind of not having an A-list yeah. actor. So, I mean, I think it's going to, th- I hope it's going to go well. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we got to see what the other, how DC's going first. Well, yeah, I mean, DC apparently has started to write Justice League 2, but then they're like, hey, we're not going to do anything until we, we know how, how Justice this one goes. League 1 goes. So, yeah. 
Good call. We'll, we'll have to see how it goes, but this is where you guys come in. Let us know down below. What do you think of Zachary Levi Shazam? What do you think of Mark and Mark Strong as um, Professor Silvano? What do you think about the Black Adam movie and the details that always come out about that? Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. And Johnny, let's end the podcast like we always do with our final topic. Yeah, Usually we final. end with three topics. And oh, no, this one... We're diving into, were you going to say, like, oh, sometimes we do four? Oh, no, I was going to say, so uh, we, we usually end it with the final topics? I thought we ended it with, like, the first no, topic. No, usually we end it with the first topic. You're right. But okay. oh, yeah. in this one, we're diving into the world of Disney. Yep. Another live-action movie from Disney coming out. We had Jungle Book. Yes, we did. We had Beauty and the Beast. Peter, uh, Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon did not see that one. I thought it was good. We now are going to get The Lion King. Yes. And I was originally excited for this movie because I'm like, awesome. We're going to have Donald Glover as Simba. Yes. Well, Johnny, they just released this past weekend, this past Friday, the full cast for this. Some of the big names that we're going to see in this movie. Donald Glover as Simba. Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. I can see it. We're going to see. I'm going to screw up his name, but we're going to see um, Chitwelty. Ijofor as Scar, he was basically um, Mordo. Mordo or Mordo? Mordo. Mordo in um, Doctor Strange. We're going to see Keegan Mike, and, Keegan, Mike, and Key as Kamari, one of the hyenas. We're going to see Billy Etcher, Etch, Etchner as Timon. We're going to see Beyonce as Nala. We're going to see John Oliver as Zazu. We're going to see Eric Andre as one of the other. Um, hyenas, I believe Whoopi Goldberg is actually in this as well. And then we also have John Connie as Rafiki, who was Black Panther's father yes. in the Civil War movie. Johnny, I want to ask you, are you excited for this movie more so now? Like, how excited are you for The Lion King now that the cast is revealed. Well, I've always been excited. Um, the one thing you did forget to mention. But are you more excited? One thing you did forget to mention okay. is someone's coming back to do a voice. Oh, James, James Earl, Earl Jones, Jones as Mufasa. Mufasa. James, show me a Coke. Uh, no, I don't know you nothing because you forgot about James Earl <laughs> but Jones. we said it the same time. No, no, no. Nell and Void, you forgot about James Earl Jones. I totally forgot. I forgot yeah. to read that name. But Shame on him. Holy crap. <laughs> like this, I'm even way more excited now than I was just with Donald Glover. Yeah. Just with Donald Glover. Well, I mean, with like, all these names now that you have in there of people mm -hmm. we like, you say them, we know them. Yes. Uh, the and, only one. And Ooh. there's some where it's like, I'm interested to see how they're going to be as the character. For example, I take a look at John Oliver. Yeah. I can't wait to see John Oliver as Zazu. Cannot wait yeah. no, to I see agree. a John Oliver Zazu. Zazu or a Seth Rogen Pumbaa. I can't wait to see that either. A Seth Rogen Pumbaa. He's sort of got the voice when he does his like um, mm -hmm. his excited voice. He's already kind of got it. So, I mean, I can't wait to see that. Um, I'm ex interested to see. Um, I'm just going to call him Mordo because I don't want to keep know, mispronouncing his name. You know what? I actually missed another one What'd that you, both of us missed. Who'd you miss? Florence Kasumba, who is going to play um, oh, Sensi. You know who she is, right? She's from. Uh, she's one of the um, Delamore, or what do they call the the Black Panther, the security from, guard. Like, yeah, the I don't remember what they're called. Yeah, um, and then she was also Marage a or senator. Like that. Yeah, that's it. And then a senator in Wonder Woman. Oh, so I she didn't... was in Wonder Woman, and she was 
the security sides chief of the coin. for Black Panther. So that's another name of someone we're going to see that we're like, huh, I know who that is. Yeah. No, I mean, but I was saying, um, I'm going to just call him Mordo because mm-hmm. I don't want to keep mispronouncing his name. Um, I'm interested to see how he's going to do with Scar. Because when I think Scar, mm-hmm. I always think Jeremy Irons. Yes. I always well, think the voice. Because it's menacing. It's kind of like... Well, it's, it's kind of like, I'm going to relate that to the Joker. Yeah. When I hear the Joker, there's only one voice. There's only one acceptable voice. That's Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. I, I agree. It. So I just that's want, I, I, I'm hoping he can pull off the, I, I want, I'm not saying the voice. I want yeah. to say, I want to pull off the feeling I'm expecting from Scar. You want to be scared. I want to be you nervous. You want to be terrified. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And not in the sense that someone scared me, in the sense that, oh shit, he says he's going to stab you in the back. He's mm-hmm. going to legitimately stab you in the back. He's that type of person. Now, here's the question I have. One thing I have about this movie. Yes. James Earl Jones. Do you think we're going to get any new takes from James Earl Jones? Or is it basically going to be, I was Mufasa once. I'm just delivering the same lines with a newer kind of just oof on them. I wouldn't be mad if he just did that. Honestly, would you? No, but I, I wonder if it's going to be where, hey... We're just we're doing this because we need James Earl Jones. We don't want to just use the lines from the animated movie. I wonder if he's going to throw something in there that's newer. Probably. They're probably going to rescript some stuff because, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't make the live action exactly like, mm-hmm. well, live action. Yeah. Exactly like the or cartoon. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you're going to change some stuff up. You're going to change some wording up. Yeah. Um, it, Like, look at... um. We just talked about it. Um, Jungle Book, for example. Mm-hmm. Actually, even parts of the story were vastly different from the cartoon. Yeah, that one I was kind of like, eh. I liked them both. Uh, I was kind of like, you know what? Nah. That one was the one where I'm like, okay, good good movie, but it was vastly different. It was vastly different. Than I would remember. However, with the Jungle Book, it's like... Okay, I don't know if you could do the exact same story. You can't. I don't think you can have it in a live action. But like Beauty and the Beast. I mean, you probably could have. Thing I love about Beauty and the Beast, it was carbon co- carbon copy almost. It was there a tale as told as old as time. They added in what I think was a deleted scene back in the day when it was um, her father in the woods um, with the wolves. I think that was a little bit shorter in the animated. Yes, film. it was shorter. In the However. Animated. Almost a carbon copy. And then what? There was one song from the musical that wasn't in the movie, the yeah. cartoon. Well, there's one song from the musical that wasn't in either of them, and that was If I Can't Love Her, which yeah. I would have loved to see in that movie. Well, wasn't there a song that was from the musical that wasn't in the the cartoon that mm-hmm. was in the the movie, though? I don't, I don't remember. I think there was. But anyways, I digress. Back to Lion King. How excited are you? Well, here's one thing I just found out. Okay. Is so we were saying the thing that we were confused on is like Mike Keegan Michael Key is Kamari. Yes. We have Florence Kansumba is Sensei or Senzi. Yeah. And then we've got Eric Andre as Azizi. Azizi. Kamari and or no. Yeah. Kamari and Azizi were not original hyenas. No. Because they were Banzai and Ed. Yeah, I remember Ed. So it's going to be Kamari, Azizi, and Sen- and Senzi. Yeah. The I figured, hyenas. I figured the ones I didn't um, recognize right off the bat as 
um, hyenas were probably mm-hmm. going to be the hyenas in this one. Because, I mean, yeah. I didn't know if they were going to go with Ed. I would have loved it. I would have loved going with Ed. I mean, Ed, though, didn't even talk. He just made noises. Yeah. And laughed. So, I, I mean, mean, come on. Eric Andre might do the same thing. Or even Keegan Michaels. Huh. He might do that, too. You know what? Huh. They got quite a few people from Marvel Civil War in here. Do they? I looked up the actress who's going to play um, Simba's mother, yeah. Sarabi, and she was Miriam in Captain America Civil War. Hmm. That was the name of her character, but she was in Captain America oh, yeah. Civil War. So now we have what we just Marvel movies alone. Yeah. We've got. Well, it is Disney. True. We've got um, Donald Glover, who's in Spider-Man. We've got Scar, who was in um, Civil War. We've got Florence, who was in Civil War. We have um, John Kenai, who was in Civil War. That's what, four actors right yeah. away? Actors and actresses well, that were in Civil War. And I thought she looked familiar. Um, Alfred Woodward. Mm-hmm. Woodard? Sorry. Yeah. Um, she was also, and I know you didn't finish it, Luke uh-huh. Cage. Was she? As uh, Mariah Dillard. Okay, that's okay. That's right. Yes, that's right. So we're hitting a lot of Marvel, but I mean, again, it is Disney. They're same company. The things I'm looking for in this one, yeah. The interesting one was Nala, yeah, because I never saw Nala in the original Lion King as like a main player, and then it's like they cast Beyonce as it. It's like okay, they're gonna change the role of Nala a little bit. I feel she's gonna be a little bit stronger, a little bit of a role than she was in the other. I mean, it's all about Simba. It is. We but only we only get Nala in the very beginning when it's like, hey, let's not go by the graveyard, ha ha ha. And then we get her at the end when it's like Cup. he's a grown man and we you gotta come back and save the pride and our land is ransacked. Well, maybe Star that's is demolished. They're gonna us. make it a little stronger on that part then, because I mean, maybe as a li- as a live action. I'm mm-hmm. just doing that because it's technically all CGI. Yeah. Um, she's gonna have. It's gonna. Probably as kids, we didn't really need that much, like mm-hmm. need to see that, like Simba be convinced that much he needs to come back. This time we're adults and they're kind of going to, there's kind of going to be. So they're catering to us. They're, catering they're not to catering us. to kids I think anymore. they're catering to us a little they're bit. They're catering to the nostalgia. This, yeah, partially. Because, uh-huh. And I'm thinking that because are you really going to, when you go and watch Lion King, mm-hmm. the, the cartoon one, are you going to really, really be convinced by how little she talked to Simba about it? Yes. You are? Yes. Is that I'm a man, talk? I'm going to come and be king. Is that the nostalgia talking? No, from the gu- come and be king. He man. didn't want to be king. Yeah, he did. Not at that yeah, point. he did at the end. He was like, you know what? I have to go back and be king because no, that is what is right. You no, know, it's a, hey, I have to. See, it's <laughs> not, I want to. Well, I mean, it's not like, a, oh, man, I want, it's, you know what? I'm going to go back and do it. It's called being a man, Johnny. It's a responsibility. He's calling being a man. He grew up into, he was a little itty bitty cub. Then he was an immature little punk with Hakuna Matata, and then he grew up to be the king of the pride. Anyway, It's a maturity story, Johnny. Yes. From cub to king. I think there's going to be a little bit more. From cub to king. Anyways, I think there's going to be a little bit more wording and like a stronger role from Nala that's going to be needed to legitimately mm-hmm. convince him to come back. You know what I can't wait for? What? Be prepared. Yes. Could you imagine be prepared with the cast we have now. That'd be great. Like Eric Andre, like I'm just thinking Eric Andre and Keegan Michael Key in Be Prepared, talking back to Scar as he's singing Be Prepared. Mm-hmm. That I can't wait. Like I cannot wait for that alone. You know what scene I can wait for? Huh. And I would not mind if they just took it out of the movie altogether. 
the stampede scene. Just take it out of the movie altogether. I don't need to see that again. I don't need to feel that heartbreak, but you Johnny, do. yet again. But you do. I don't need to see Mufasa die You're again. You're going to. I don't need Accept to see it. a live lion. Well, not a live lion. It's a CGI. CGI lion. No lions were hurt in the making of this movie. But I don't need to see James Earl Jones die for a third time in my life. Third time in my life that I can remember. Because he died as Mufasa. Uh-huh. He died as Darth Vader. The vo- he died the voice as Darth did. Vader. The voice did. He di- he's Darth Vader. His voice is Darth okay. Vader. Okay. When people say who's Darth Vader, they don't say who played the actor. They say who is Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. Who, when you take the mask off, who do you see? But it's not John, like, that's not Darth Vader. I know. Darth Anyways. Vader, he's dead. I saw James Earl Jones die in that movie and go right up into space heaven because space that's heaven. what it is. Well, they were out in space, so it's space heaven oh, out okay. there. I don't need to see him die for a you know, third not time not becoming more of the force like it actually happens. Well, I mean, no, because he's not a force. Like, I, I don't care what Anakin gets CGI'd in. He's not a force ghost. Yeah, but Darth Vader did in the original series. The original series. Anakin is now there, so really, that's what it is, and I don't want to accept that, Johnny. The then, prequels never happened. Then, then let's go with the original. The originals. prequels never happened. But what are your kind of final thoughts here on this? Cast? No, I'm excited about this. It's got a good cast. Um, it looks like it's going to be fun. I just want to want to get those feelings I had when I was back then. So mm-hmm. let's like make Scar scary, like in the back. In the backhanded way, they're like, oh, if I threaten you, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, let's get um, the fun from... I wonder how the voice is going to... It's going to be interesting to hear a non-Jeremy Irons voice. Yeah, I know. It's not like Jeremy Irons isn't doing anything. <laughs> Unless Disney was like, you know what? He's going over to DC. We can't have we him can't in touch him now. Um, I mean, they also have like contracts with these uh, yeah. art... I mean, Seth Rogen is Puma. I can't wait to see stuff with that. That mm-hmm. sounds exciting. Overall, this cast, I can't wait to see how it goes and just hopefully we get the feelings that we did when we were kids. With I, ho- I hope it's as good as I'm hyping it up to be right now. But I want to know what you guys think. What do you think of this Lion King cast down below in the description? Also, thank you guys for either watching the podcast here on Most Valuable Podcast YouTube channel or listening to us i know you can't see me but i'm pointing at the computer screen if you're listening on blog talk radio itunes or stitcher last little housekeeping and the podcast there check out go. patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast that's your way to help support the channel more so than watching more so than liking more so than hitting that subscribe button also ten dollars you can be on the podcast with us each and every month you can be on any mvp podcast you choose that is down below in the description. Also, go and rate our podcast on iTunes. Give us that hot five-star rating for all of our podcasts. The Onside Kick, the Primetime Podcast, the Fast Break Podcast, Rick and Johnny Podcast. Give us that five-star rating. I want to thank you guys for watching and or listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.